0: This episode of The Patch is sponsored by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash patch.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Patch with a giant... Hourglass that is quite an hourglass. Ha- I thought the last Who's, one was who big. Who sent
0: this to us? Because I, it's wonderful. I
2: don't know who it was. Ray actually brought it to me. He said someone sent it to him. <laughs> this is they, Ashley. Everyone. <laughs> they asked that uh, he bring it by to the patch. Uh, so no, so Ray, Ray it delivered <laughs> it. We're gonna have to find a special way to mount it because it's way too big. So for now, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna
1: move it aside. We're what gonna forgot we all reliable. All oh, reliable. All oh, reliables made can, it through. We can what, just hang four? it so that it
0: hangs like right here in the middle of everything.
1: There we go. What's, what's a good not-blocking answer we'll spot for Old Reliable? Now I'm self-conscious about Old Reliable. <laughs> old four-episode yeah, reliable.
2: good enough. There you go. All right. But anyway, The Patch is about video games, not hourglasses. Well, it's going to be about D- both.
1: Despite the fact I, I what love What if you like to play with hourglasses?
2: Then we have a Ryan podcast a
1: for point. you. Hey. PC gaming used to be all about hoping you didn't see an hourglass. I mean, honestly. That's true. That's yeah.
2: very good.
0: Wow, that's that's stretching, but I like yeah. what
1: you say. Yeah, it's like, what's your clock
2: speed? Oh, you know, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's game- what's, that, what's that megahertz? Uh, oh, what is that? 160th? <laughs> oh, no, not even. Are One, you even in the megahertz or are you 600? in the hertz point? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hertz, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hertz. Hertz, oh, yeah. don't it? All right, anyway. Video all right. Video <laughs> First topic I want to talk about, the first expansion for Destiny has been dated. Hey, Gus. What? You forgot to introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Gus. I'm Ashley. I'm Ryan. And I'm Gus. Moving on. Destiny, first expansion pack, dated December 9th. The The Darkness Below. Below. Which uh, is going to be uh, all about what's happening under the moon, under the surface of the moon.
0: Which we kind of already knew about. Yeah, been yeah, there, done bit. that, uh, killed that thanks, guy a thousand thanks times. Thanks to all no, no, those no. bugs and leaks. <laughs>
1: you said <you're> turn right, <laughs> now you turn left. Oh, I always well, wanted to know what was left. Well,
2: I'm really curious to know if they are going to be new like portals all together, like new whole holes that you go down, or if it's going to be like additions to the existing holes, nah, so the old holes. Did
0: you see the, uh, there was a video a little while ago of someone who figured out how to glitch into... It might be the, not this expansion, the but next the next one, one yeah. the House of Wolves, and it's basically just like right now there's a sort of a locked door that's just blocked, and they figure out how to glitch through it. So all the geography is there, but- yeah. That was the, on
2: Venus, if I recall properly, that they showed that. Yeah, that, the, sounds,
0: the right. Temple, that sounds right. It was in the Ishtar yeah. Temple. It was in the Black Temple. Yeah. No, Black Garden.
1: Black yes. Garden? Yeah, that's a place.
0: Yeah. So it was in there. Uh, and- you could so the, everything's built, but none of the NPCs are there, none of the actual mm-hmm. activities are there. So it's like the it's probably the same with the dark below, mm. where the stuff's built. At least most of it was already built. It's and just like then, blocked
1: off. You just don't know where to get how to get there. Which yeah. there's actually a lot of zones like that on, in Destiny. You just don't even realize you walk past it because it looks like just another piece of scenery. But uh, there are giant doors that have just never opened and you've never been through. Mm-hmm. So they're, they've got plenty of room there if they want to tack into it. The question is really how much are we going to get. That mm-hmm.
0: depends how many twenty dollars you're prepared <clears throat> to spend. That's right.
1: How many you got in the pocket there, big spender? <laughs> so the dark below cost twenty bucks,
2: or if you purchase the expansion pass, it's thirty five bucks. So that saves you
1: five bucks. Yeah, but so okay, the what, Jeff what actually asked this and this was uh, he thought he had a really interesting point was so the season pass basically covers expansion one and expansion two. So what happens after that? I don't know. I mean, unless they really deliver finally with some kind of story in these expansions real quick, which they only add one strike and one raid in the first one.
2: Yeah, so the Dark Below, I'll Uh I'll, I'll go off that, I have it right here. The Dark Below raises the game's level cap to 32, it adds five bounty slots as well as new weapons and gear, including legendary and exotic items, features three competitive arenas, uh, Pantheon, Sky Shock, and the Cauldron, as well as... Cooperative Strike Mission, The Will of Crota, and the six player raid mission, Crota's End. Then, if you're on the PlayStation platform, you have access to The Undying Mind, a strike mission that's exclusive to PlayStation platforms until at least fall 2015. So, really. Even though, I
0: mean, and even though yeah, Xbox people play the same, they're missing some of that stuff. Yeah. But it's the same cost either way.
1: So, But really, they they've basically added almost no room there for any kind of story right
0: there's uh i think they said there's gonna be what uh, two or three story missions maybe but there's definitely story because see the reason it's an expansion mm-hmm. and not dlc is it because it contains at least one of each type of oh mission. I got story it. missions and raids and strikes but not then, to mention your arenas and i don't know why i went into yeah, it really, we yeah
1: that was <laughs> <five>. <laughs> <are> we watching <laughs> uh, a streetcar named desire <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> speaking, uh, someone from a plantation in the ancient <laughs> south was talking to me um But, okay, so they've got two expansions, they get a little bit of story upgrade, then where do you go from that? Is there going to be a second season that you then have to buy a second season Yeah, I mean, you look at it, so the game launched... It's not going to do a sequel, though, it's going to do another season.
0: I think they'll probably do another season.
2: Well, the game launched September 9th, Uh the first expansion pass comes out December 9th, so it's like if they draw that line out, does the next one come out March 9th? And then what about the next six
0: months after that? Or to a year, because there Mm -hmm. isn't another Destiny announced. Yet. So, theoretically, they'll keep releasing something every, what, three months? So, this is the first season, and then so on and so forth.
1: All right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. At at this point, we really have nothing. You did there were a lot of doors. We'd have nothing really to speculate with. I mean, there's a lot more planets, too. There's plenty of stuff they could go do, but uh, it's... I like the game, but it's really pushing it in terms of what are you getting well, for see, buying I'm sh- it. I'm sure we'll start learning
2: well, more the, now. Especially because I mean,
0: you have to keep buying it now.
2: Yeah. This is when they're going to start promoting exactly and fleshing out what is going to uh-huh. be in there. Like, first, you like here's the list. And then now we're in the period where are like, let's expand on this one. Let's expand on this one. So <laughs> I assume we'll learn little by little leading up to the launch. It was uh, kind of funny, the, but
1: you know I've been playing a lot of Sunset Overdrive. And there's a moment, maybe an hour uh, two hours into Sunset Overdrive where it's like, wow, Sunset Overdrive just delivered more drama than I got in my entire Destiny experience. <laughs> like I actually cared about a character for more than the, Destiny ever made me even think to. So Someone- was it? Well, I'm not going to say cause uh, there might be a spoiler involved. Not a sp- okay.
0: Someone on Twitter just pointed out that uh, in the UK they have to pay 35 pounds for the Destiny expansion, which uh, equates to 50 to 55 dollars. Yeah, well,
2: I mean they pay more for everything in the UK. Yeah, but <laughs> it shouldn't cr- be a newsflash. No, but it's just oh shit, we pay more than the US. <laughs>
0: no, but it's just crazy. Like when you actually break that cost down, Your I know everything costs more in the UK.
2: More, so yeah, yeah,
0: that's at the
2: true. moment. We're taking it back
1: someday. <laughs>
2: One day you'll be our colony. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll play some role reversal. I'm sure someone's written some f- fan fiction about that. Um,
0: I've never thought of fan fiction about countries, but, but I like it from
2: a historical perspective. Yeah. Like, like
1: the president and the queen go out on a date, or how does that work? We didn't talk about slash. We just said fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um, where would the Where do you think the UK would take the US on a date? Uh, definitely not Australia, right? No, you don't think so. What's, like, the most romantic? Bad, they were a colony once. We were a colony once. Where are we
0: going to date? I don't know, I just Do you think Australia
1: would get jealous? A pub. pub? Uh, Australia This uh,
0: serves fish and chips. Australia. Australia's <laughs> already in that pie. relationship.
1: It's true. Yeah. They, they're, they're trying to woo us Man, back. Polygamy countrywide. All right. I guess gaming is what we're here to talk we about. We just started something <laughs>
2: awful. Um, also, in other news this week, the, um, the CEO of... DreamHack got booted from the organization. The and organization. He was bitter, One too. of the most spectacular ways possible. <laughs> I guess uh, he was ousted and then took to Twitter to uh, vent his frustration. He tweeted, he sent the following tweet. Truth, honor, etc. Don't exist. May DreamHack die an ignoble death. This is the last communication from Boss DH. A pox on all your houses.
0: I'd also like to point out that he used, he used the wrong your. Yeah. There's no apostrophe necessary there, and well, or e. So or e, and this is also debatable. But um, at least in most of the tradition traditional versions of uh, Shakespeare, it's a plague on both your houses. Yeah. Someone told me that Ooh, uh, Shakespeare bird that uh, it depended on the, the specific translation. I don't know how many translations you get of English, but uh,
1: Shakespeare in English. Usually well, leads to a lot of look. Yeah, Bazlurman, Bazlurman well. used a
0: plague on both your houses, and Baslerman I'm sure, is law.
1: Uh, I'm, sure, I'm I, sure that's the most authentic <laughs> uh,
2: interpretation of Shakespeare. Are
0: you telling me that the guns called swords is not
2: authentic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was ousted
0: by his dad. by the way. Really? <gasps> he was ousted he got, by his dad. Meg uh, just told us that he got ousted by his dad. That's, that's <laughs> that hurts.
2: Yeah, all I had from read from was Matt. that it was an internal power struggle. I didn't realize it was his dad. <laughs> I don't. So he, according to Meg, who I'm sure read this online, the guy just did an interview. Apparently, he gave all of his shares to his father while there was some, some trouble for going on for safekeeping. Then when he went to get his shares back from his father, his father said, nah, you get out. By the
0: way, being like, hey, dad, can you hold on to these shares for me? It sounds like there was some weird shady business going on in the yeah. first place.
2: So the current CEO is their uh, former events manager, Marcus Lindmark. Uh, Oh, the other thing I was going to say was the outgoing CEO also added via Twitter that he had just been sopranoed. Yes. And
0: I also like that uh, the the DreamHack people put out a statement being like, this isn't a coup. We just all decided to get rid of him, which is exactly
1: what I mean, did you see what he put on Twitter? Wouldn't you get rid of that guy too? Come on. (laughs) Right?
0: I I guess there was also a previous interview with him that, uh, that Meg showed me where he's like, yeah, so these are all the DreamHack people. They work. I don't.
2: Nice. Which is a really terrible thing to say if you're, like, in charge of an organization. <laughs> yeah. It's I, mean, like, I
0: imagine he's trying to be cheeky and be like, look how hardworking they are.
2: But it's like, you don't say, but I don't.
0: Yeah. But well, they it's went do like,
2: his son. dad? I mean, come on. Yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, right? <laughs> Shakespeare, look it up. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs>
0: Apparently, Hetalia is country fan fiction. So, we'll check that so out. So, is this already thing? something that exists? Uh, yes. Wow! Well, I'm hearing. Obviously, you guys haven't heard of Italia and watched Italia for country fan fiction.
2: Well, we just uh, we just reinvented something then,
1: or we just spread it to a whole new fan base. Yeah. Whoops. Uh,
0: sorry about that.
1: I don't want to know what happens to Florida. <laughs> America's wang. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh,
2: this week I, I didn't get a chance to look at it before we we came on the uh, the set today, but the Oculus exclusive film Zero Point came out on Steam earlier today. Yeah, no, which is as really As someone weird.
0: who has Oculus on, like you have an Oculus at your desk. Do you just do. sit down and like play with all the new stuff all day?
1: Sometimes, except I'm kind of scared to do it most of the time because they'll work with animals. You,
0: <laughs> you don't do want work to, with It's animals. a
1: dangerous room to not be able to see or hear what's going on. You
0: don't want to be blind in there. You really don't. Anything could happen. Uh,
1: but it, this is really an interesting move in the sense that not only is it a, a movie on Oculus, but it's being released on Steam. Mm-hmm. Which, I guess, is the best platform if you're trying to reach people that have Oculus, but...
0: Well, I'm pretty sure Steam has Oculus support. It does, yeah. yeah. So, but it's just it odd. I mean, it's a
1: movie, though. It's, like, why it's not a game. Yeah, why don't you just distribute it right, but, your own way?
0: but they also have, um, what was the... Uh, the free-to-play. Uh, uh, free-to-play was also mm-hmm. distributed via Steam, so it's that's not fair. like it's the first time.
2: Okay, yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, it works with either the uh, first headset or the second mm-hmm. headset. You need four gigs of memory, two gigs of hard drive space... And a processor at least as good as an i7-2600. Which and, we have. Yeah, and they have a free demo through Steam, I guess. And I think it's 12 bucks. Yeah, 12 bucks mm-hmm.
1: until Monday, November 3rd. I just installed the uh, demo back in the office. Uh, I didn't have time to actually launch it before we came in here.
0: Now, is this um, is this uh, Oculus Rift movie, this isn't the one being done by uh, Vubui's brother, is it?
1: I don't know. Let's
2: see. This one, I do not think so. It's a... Uh, where was it? Uh, I have it right here. Uh... Dan Fung Dennis okay so it's created and directed by Academy Award nominated director Dan Fung Dennis
0: okay I know that uh that uh, Vubui from uh, Mojang his brother was working on uh, an oculus movie or shorts as well
2: mm-hmm. No, this one does not uh, I, I don't see his name attached to here and there he's a pretty prolific in the industry so I imagine if he was attached to this that his name would be on this sure
0: So we have multiple projects that's exciting yeah, so okay. the regular <laughs>
2: price after Monday I guess the price is gonna go up to 14.99. So if you're at all interested, get it now before Monday before the price goes up 3 bucks for no reason at all. Um, But I I don't know how to feel about that. Like, I already have enough trouble processing gameplay through the Oculus. Like, watching a movie, it seems bizarre to me to go out and shoot a movie and be like, all right, we're going to give people access to this 360 degrees to watch what's
1: going on.
0: Yeah, but But the only interesting thing going on is right here.
1: Yeah, basically it's completely destroyed the position of cinematographer, right? I mean, that person now will no longer... Well, for, if this were to be something that came to fruition, that person will no longer have a job, no. and nobody's movie experience See, would ever it's, be it's, the same. It's just
2: different. I mean, I think yeah. you still need a cinematographer to figure out how to lay out everything around you it's just I guess. and you're not just looking at one
1: specific slice their job has now become 360 degrees right sure.
0: although i like the idea that it's much more immersive when mm. you're not looking at just a square like through a window it's all around you but i also think that it could be kind of weird to, it, like one if you can't look around
1: you like, can if, i if think you,
0: but if you couldn't like that, yeah. like you'd be locked in. It's immersive, but still kind of weird. And then also what happens when you do cuts, that would be really mm. kind of confusing. Yeah. Cutting and is jolting, really, probably.
1: Anytime you have a sudden transition with Oculus, it is really disturbing.
2: Also, what happens if you miss something? Like if there's like <laughs> dialogue and you're like looking around and like, oh shit, what happened? Oh, yeah. fuck,
1: gotta rewind. <laughs> You know, maybe they just have an arrow that pops up on screen like, hey, 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 you're going to miss something. Look back over there.
2: <laughs> Truly immersive. <laughs> just like in real
1: life. There's something happening over here. Yeah, hey, if you're not paying attention to the story, that's your fault. That's true. Yeah. You know, there are people that watch movies and they're just staring at little things down in the corner looking for dicks in Disney movies. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a whole class of people that watch movies. I mean, because as
2: it is, even with DVDs, when they were introduced, you know, there was the ability to change the different camera angles uh, that was, you know, included in the DVD spec and on most DVD remotes. And nobody used that except for porn.
0: Right, I was thinking. I was, I was like, "What those porn guys? Yeah. <laughs> they liked that." <laughs> no, right? exactly. I mean,
2: nobody. I mean, it, it, nobody wanted to give the viewer control over the way that the message is delivered, mm-hmm. so. which
0: makes sense from a from a purely cinematic standpoint. So, I'm not sure how prevalent something like Oculus movies will be, but as far as a gimmick, they're kind of cool.
2: Yeah, totally gimmick. You know, <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> it's amazing though. I mean, what think about the scope of what that takes in terms of if you were doing an actual you know action movie or something like that. You you look at all these uh, you know directors that do like big one take scenes now not only is it a one take scene but it's a three hundred and sixty degree one take scene Oof. where no one in any direction can mess up or get off camera. That's
0: yeah, that that's makes daunting. Yeah, yeah. You know what that makes me think of? That makes me think of just animation, just animation. Pretty much. Stuff. I
1: mean, that's exactly it. It's like that's why Oculus really works well with video games, is because that's something you can completely control what's happening. But people, yeah. people suck. Also, there's no
2: cameras or equipment you have to hide and you know
1: it's just, it's just bizarre to me now now the director is the person sitting in the middle with the cameras around his head right
0: and just, no equipment whatsoever that's
2: it it's like yeah it's all it all has to be just like a stand and all uh-huh. like the hard drives and everything you're recording is just right in that one spot
1: because you can't put equipment anywhere well i think at least in some of the stuff that was just shown on screen it was a traveling shot so it's, it's got to be like a hat mounted on somebody's head Ride a, a bike. A, there you go. Yeah, or it could be a bike. Who knows? Well, you can't look down. It's got to be a very small bike, like a unicycle. A unicycle. <laughs> Clowns are going to
2: have a new <laughs> career path. What do you do? Uh, I am a Oculus filmmaker, mm-hmm. Oculus camera
1: operator, and blue animal
2: specialist. Yeah, mm. that's true. You gotta key them out. Um, moving on, I think we've uh, we've beat the Oculus Rift into the ground. Um, so, GTA Rockstar announced some exclusive content for the new version of uh, GTA. Coming out a bunch of
0: exclusive stuff, but it's only exclusive if you play the last gen versions and then upgrade.
2: Correct. So that's the way to get it all is if you've played previously and then go on. And you can also, I guess they're starting to clarify the way GTA Online will work and that you have to make a one-time migration of your right. character from the old console to the new console and that you can no longer play the old one.
0: No, you can't. No, you can. Play you can. The you, can. Uh, you can play the old one. What happens is, it's basically like a one-time copy. It's saying that you can't move back and forth at will. Like once you, once you do the upgrade, then you can continue on with that character. So then you f- can go back to last gen and you can play with the same character, but it's not going to have There's the like experience. There's that no you've bi-directionality. Got. Yeah, it's yeah. a fork.
1: and it's a one-time transfer, so you couldn't go back and do it again if you played a bunch more on the three hundred and sixty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is
0: cool that uh, it doesn't matter if you were on Xbox three hundred and sixty. You can upgrade to PC or to PS four or to Xbox One. It's based on your uh rockstar social account
2: could you upgrade multiple times so like i played on 360 could i upgrade it to ps4 xbox one and pc i'm sure you could
0: but you're going to spend a lot of money because they haven't announced any kind of discount
2: (laughs) (laughs) what's the price on that you know i didn't see what the price was normal Uh, normal dollars just normal top yeah
0: there's there's no upgrade No, not
2: an upgrade price she she just means to buy the game oh oh, oh, I i see i was like i didn't i didn't see anything about that oh yeah yeah I'm just saying, like, theoretically. I'm not going to obviously right. do that, but if I want sure, to. Gus. Yes. Come on. Sure. Oh, but I am excited to, to get back into the game, hopefully, <laughs> with heists, finally. I don't is, uh, well, we'll
0: see. player stuff, too. They've been on the heists.
1: Yeah, nobody said a thing about
0: heists. Yeah, But, but uh, you get a blimp. Yeah, it's a better blimp.
1: Yeah, so it's <laughs> uh,
2: a blimp, uh, some cars, there's and get a Star Racing, get uh, submarine. A, a
0: railgun.
1: There's, there's a railgun.
0: Uh, the, the little... Uh, seaplane, yeah, There's a the seaplane. seaplane. Uh
1: uh-huh. A new submarine, which I don't know if it's any more the interesting. Cracking. That one's my favorite. The one we're showing right that's now. That's oh, the, the, uh, the, the something Imponte Duca death. Yeah. death. It's supposedly s- nigh indestructible. I'm sure you can blow it up if you give it enough work. But it looks uh,
0: like it looks like the movie from uh, Death Proof. Death Proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
1: exactly or what I thought. Or the car from Death Proof. There's the railgun on screen, which uh, I don't. It'll be interesting if all of those are available at transfer or if it's, again, they've added tiers of rank it, requirements. You have to se- get them.
2: It seems like you have uh-huh. to unlock. Like, they sp- spoke specifically to the submarine. Like, you have to go and complete I think it was photography challenges yeah. in yeah. order to unlock that. And well, the, that-
0: the Duke of Death is another one where it says basically once you encounter it and then something trouble will follow and once you take care of the trouble, then the car is yours. So it sounds like like all these things are attached to activities. Uh-huh. And uh, there's one other one, too. It's a, it's a noir filter you can get like, for the whole game. So it looks like you're in like, an old gum Shoe <laughs> game, uh, but you—that's via a new mission for Michael, like a like a crime, solving murder the murder solving, mystery. The murder yeah. mystery.
1: Mm-hmm. Now if they said those specifically. And I'm not sure it's
0: going to be as good as our murder mystery, <laughs> wow. but it'll be okay.
1: We'll find out soon. Uh, oh, is that it? This let's align or a still from the murder mystery. Uh, they haven't necessarily said how many of these things are going to be available in single player and multiplayer, though, have they? Mm-hmm. I think like they're they're all they gonna talk gonna be about the blimp, single player but they had a blimp previously that you could get if oh, you yeah, had Oh yeah, No,
0: this is a better blimp.
1: Yeah, but I don't care about it in single player. I want it in multiplayer. Can I have it in multiplayer? That's all I care about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and will like, once it transfers over, is the railgun going to be, like, you got to be rank 140? I, mm. I think I'm 107, so I don't even have the minigun right now.
2: Mm. I think I'm, like, 15.
0: Oh, I know there are <laughs> shooting range challenges for it. Well, that's, that's nice. That's all I know.
1: That's but maybe that sheds
0: some light on it for you. I'm not much of a GTA player. I'm a, I'm a Red Dead player. Love little red and red on horses. But, like, breaking traffic laws in cars is not really my, my bag.
1: A little bit harder to break a traffic law on a horse, I suppose. Yeah. You, can, you shouldered the carriage out of the way. Or... <laughs> I think you, you can. Someone here in
2: Austin was arrested last year for a DUI uh, riding a horse drunk downtown.
1: <laughs> so uh, you,
2: you laugh, but it is possible to get in trouble.
1: Um, was it a Mountie? Was he here on vacation? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> no, it was a. Uh, I think it was uh, a cowboy Where, from East in Austin. Party, was Austin. a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I think he wanted... He, I think no, I was the Canadians on vacation. Yeah, I think his <laughs> rationale
2: was like, I think he lived out like way East Austin. Uh-huh. His rationale was he was too drunk to drive, but he wanted to go downtown. So he <laughs> took his horse downtown.
0: <laughs> Where do you have room to store a horse in East Austin? That's what I want to know. like way the hell
2: out there by the airport or something.
0: Oh, okay. If you're on a horse, oh, I mean, so like it's not really, that far. Really East.
2: Yeah.
1: I used to see horses uh, riding around in the median of the uh, divided highway up where I used to live in uh, just south. Oh, there General. he is. <laughs> hey.
0: Is he wearing chaps? He's got a horse. It does look expect? like
1: it, yeah. Was he going to bring the horse into the bar? What What did he plan to do? No, Was he going to hitch him to a sign yeah, outside? Yeah, you, you, you find
2: a police officer and be like, hey, keep an eye on my horse. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe you now just like hook them up to parking meters. There you
2: go. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to steal a horse? <laughs>
1: Who wouldn't steal a horse? Um, what if like what if it's Look, like a mean horse? The have the you Bible? met drunk frat Think boys about this. seriously? Sixth
0: Street, everyone would steal that. Yes, horse. Yes,
1: absolutely. That horse would be gone. The <laughs> woman that walked around there with no shirt on would be riding it down the street, Lady Godiva style. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All
2: right, here. Let me read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. The greatest time in TV is the fall. Your favorite TV shows are coming back with new episodes and new shows are premiering. And Hulu Plus is making this fall the best one ever. Right now, Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like Sleepy Hollow, Bob's Burgers, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you're not caught up on shows, catch up now on Hulu Plus. You probably watch Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. Hulu Plus lets you watch every episode of shows like South Park, Family Guy, and more. Hulu Plus works on your computer, Smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, Wii, PlayStation... Pretty much any streaming device you already own. For only 7 99 a month, watch your uh, fall shows anytime, anywhere. Uh, but if you're watching right now, you can get a free two-week trial when you go to huluplus.com slash patch. Uh, two weeks is better than one, which is their normal offer. So make sure you go to huluplus.com slash patch, get your extra free week, and they know we sent you. It's huluplus.com slash patch for your free two-week trial. Nothing beats free television content. If we know what's not free content. The Call of Duty Advanced Warfare DLC pack. What a
1: segue!
0: That was smooth.
2: <laughs> so I guess Advanced Warfare announced their season pass. It's fifty dollars for four DLC packs. They are we are now at the point where a season pass pretty much costs as much as the game. Yeah, it's well, like if you buy the game and a season pass, it's a hundred and ten dollar experience. Like we were. Even
0: worse is I look I see that and I go. Oh, yeah, well, you know, but you get four things as opposed to two things, which is what Destiny's offering. It's a good, like, it's a good (laughs) deal. Like, comparatively, it's a good deal. But if you look at it objectively, that's still so expensive.
1: It's true. And most of what, generally speaking, a Call of Duty expansion is either going to be all multiplayer or going to be multiplayer and cooperative. Yeah, or new modes or something. Yeah. Uh, Rarely do they, or I don't even know if they've ever added single-player content in one of their DLC updates. I'm sure someone remembers one that I've forgotten. No, I know uh,
0: they've added co-op stuff. Yeah. um, Which has been cool, but I I don't remember any. And and
2: so if you get the four DLC packs, you also get early access to DLC weapons and a bonus multiplayer map, Atlas Gorge, on day one. So it makes me think back to when they had, uh, was it Nuketown? Uh Uh-huh. Where they had, you know, early access to this this, uh, multiplayer map, and then they just took it out of the game. That was
1: a beloved map, too. It's back now. Yeah, it's back. It came back. People yeah. got really pissed off. Yeah. They're
2: like, oh, no, no. You're just supposed to
1: have it for like a week. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Yeah, what was the point? <laughs> people got really upset about that. So st- I, hopefully, they've learned their lesson with uh, Atlas Gorge. They're also doing... Uh,
0: no, you go ahead.
1: I was going to say, they're also doing this weird thing where there, <laughs> there is no day one. It's day zero, and if you go to Walmart, you can get it the day before it's out, which is really, let's all be honest, the day it's out.
0: Right, so... Uh, Normally, if you pre-order, you get the Day Zero edition, which means you get it the day before it comes out. Walmart said they're just going to sell it the day before it comes out. But here's the thing. If you you pre-order something the day before, it's still pre-ordering. So theoretically, you could go to any store, like uh, you could go to GameStop, whatever, pre-order it the day before, and then take it home with you.
1: What? Well, you're not wrong, yeah. She's saying that it's all still pre-order until the day of release, so if you go there the day before and pre-order... It's, it's all pre-order at that point because it's not a retail product, mm-hmm. so you should be able to just buy it and take it home. So it's released. It's only released at Walmart, though.
0: Right, but if you pre-order something and then you get to take it home the day before, mm-hmm. if you go in the day before, pre-order it.
1: Oh, you get to take it that day?
0: Can you take it that day? Yeah, that's I don't what it, that's what like I would be picturing. You
1: can't call it not a pre-order if you can't buy it for real. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're. I think you're right. You've caught them in semantics, so it, and that is my favorite thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are so so technically correct.
2: Yeah. The weird thing about the Day Zero edition that Walmart's selling is it doesn't have any of the exclusive in-game content. What? Yeah, so like the, the in-game content we just talked about.
0: So wait, they're not selling the Day Zero edition, they're selling the Day One edition no, on Day Zero? It's a
2: Day Zero edition that I guess is exclusive to Walmart. You get exclusively uh,
0: <laughs> I think, denied I think all Ryan the extra just
2: content. Yeah, it's like I, like, I don't know if the, there's just a mistake or if what? I'm this. am misreading this. I'll read it exactly what it says. While Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Day Zero Edition sold by Walmart won't have any exclusive in-game content right in the $60 package, the release events hosted at Walmart stores will yield some goodies for series devotees.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Uh, Yeah, okay. And and also, in an
2: an interesting twist... Uh, This this seems like this is uh, a very coordinated effort by Walmart, because that day, November 3rd, is also the day they're going to begin their nationwide used games program at all of Walmarts. Oh. So now you'll be able to trade in games and buy used games at every Walmart across the country. And they've been kind of testing this in select markets for a while, but this is the day it goes wide. And anyone who takes a game to trade in towards Advanced Warfare gets an extra 50% value applied to their Advanced Warfare purchase. So they're really trying to enter the game strong. Wow. a day early access and extra used game credit towards uh, Advanced Warfare.
0: See, it seems like a weird time to be getting into the used game market when all of the game manufacturers and publishers are pushing, trying to push out of retail and into digital because of the used game market. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's not going to gonna go away. It's, it's
0: not going to go away, but it seems like they're all trying to push into it when it's diminishing.
1: Yeah, well, there's still a lot of money to be made there, I'm sure. I mean, uh, GameStop is still doing it, and they're still... I'm sure they are still seeing a lot of return on that market. And and Walmart has so much more visibility compared to even GameStop. I mean, there is a Walmart everywhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, the real question to me is how are they going to move the inventory around? Because with that many Walmarts, are there only going to be certain Walmarts that are dealing in used games? I think There's just no way to keep that kind of stock. It makes me wonder
0: if a lot of that stuff will go back into a center and then distributed back out to the stores.
1: Yeah, but nobody wants to do that. You don't want to go buy- to Walmart and say, I want a used copy of this. I mean, they'll absolutely have to move things around on the back end like that. But the day you want to buy it, you want to go up to Walmart and you want to get off the shelf and take it and leave. You don't want to, like, put it on layaway and come back for it tomorrow. Yeah.
0: It is Walmart. You don't know that.
1: That's true. It's, uh, that is a, very, a big thing that happens at Walmart yeah. a lot.
2: They don't specify how many stores they're pushing out to or anything, mm-hmm. it, but it, it does say that you know, this is their first large-scale permanent program. So I imagine it'll be just about every store.
1: The other thing that's kind of odd about doing it with this launch is Call of Duty is actually way down. But I it's, mean, it's still huge, though. It's still huge, but it's down 70% since Black Ops 2. Yeah, It still
0: have been dropping pretty yeah. significantly. I think
1: uh, Ghost was down like 40, and then now this one's down... I can't remember if it's down.
0: Hold on, I'll look up the sales numbers. I think it's down it seventy from c- Black
1: Ops Two. Mm-hmm. So the which not necessarily does pre-order equate to number of units that'll be sold? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of people are just moving away from pre-orders just because it's easier to just buy it on the console day right. of.
2: Yeah, and I, those pre-order numbers probably don't count any of you know any of potential pre-orders on your console sales because I think they normally carve out digital as a totally separate number from physical copies.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times that's almost impossible to get numbers on unless someone, unless people specifically disclose how much was made in digital. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't count via NPD and stuff like that, unless they specifically disclose. So it's actually getting harder and harder to tell how a game's doing. But uh, analysts are saying that they, that based on pre-orders, advanced warfare sales are likely to decline. They're pacing 40% behind Ghosts and 70% behind Black Ops 2. Look
1: at you nailing it. Ryan! Ryan, the memory guy. Like a steel trap that hasn't been oiled in four years. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean... It's funny, we've been doing like a a Call of Duty week leading up to Call of Duty in Achievement Hunter. A lot of those multiplayer games, I mean, it started really rough. Mm -hmm. It really hit its stride in Call of Duty 4. I'd forgotten how fun that game was to play. Yeah, Uh, And then it didn't really change a whole lot thereafter. Like, we got to Black Ops, and then they just started throwing a bunch of shit on the screen. Like, there was all these logos and emblems and just stuff covering it that Mm -hmm. kind of covered up the game behind it. But... It's still really fun to play as multiplayer experience.
2: Yeah. It seems like every iteration has just been that, just like iterative. It's not yes. like a huge, you know, revolution in design. Uh, but I've seen like the Advanced Warfare commercials on TV. And, you know, one of the things they flash on screen is like totally reinvented multiplayer. And I'm like, what does
0: that mean? I doubt it's totally reinvented. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm sure it's tweaked. I'm sure it's improved. But let's be honest. If they totally reinvented multiplayer, the Call of Duty audience would roast them alive.
2: That's true. That's, that's that's like kind of the the problem with getting that big It's like now you're at the mercy of uh, of a large fan base who really scrutinize every change you make.
0: Yeah, and you get into that weird territory where if you don't change it enough, everyone complains that it's the same year after year, which is a complaint that non-Call of Duty fans have about Call of Duty. If you change it too much, people will say, oh, this isn't the game franchise that I love. I'm out.
1: They've sort of gotten around that with Call of Duty because they, since they have multiple developers working on it, and each developer brings their own unique thing, like zombies or uh, you know some of the different other modes... Uh, like the, uh, the one, and see here, I don't remember which one does which, but I think Treyarch is the one that does the zombies? Yes. And then the the other one? Yeah, yeah, Treyarch, yeah. Okay. And then the one that always has the training thing at the beginning? That's Infinity Ward. Infinity War. there we go. Uh, so... That keeps them a little bit different, but they are really well, cranking these out year after year. Also, this with is too.
2: This is the first full fledged AAA game that's being developed uh, with Sledgehammer as right. the sole uh, or as the lead development team on it. And Sledgehammer had previously helped out on uh, DLC, right? Well, they'd also helped out Infinity Ward ship uh, uh, a previous one. Uh, it was, it was like, the last. It, one. it was after Vince uh, Zampella got booted from Infinity Ward. Uh, Sledgehammer came in and helped them uh, with the uh, development of that game. So yeah, it was not advanced War. It was it was the previous one before Black Ops two, which I, Modern Warfare three. Yes, it was Modern Warfare three, or Black Ops was the one right before. Black yeah, Black Ops, Ops was but, Treyarch, and so yeah. Modern Warfare three would have been Infinity Ward. Hmm. So yeah, they came in and helped on that, and it seems like they have a good pedigree for working on that stuff. So, but it'll be curious to
1: see how they execute. You know, taking them, themselves taking lead on it. I wonder if they'll slow down. I mean, at this point. It might be time to kind of back off Call of Duty a little bit.
0: Well, they're slowing down insofar as they're now giving the, each of the developers three years to complete a game. By that's like by bringing Sledgehammer in and putting that in rotation. Now it doesn't take two years to make a game; it takes three. So I think they're hoping to sort of bump up the yeah. polish and quality and, and just give the developers time.
2: Yeah, I think adding the third studio does not indicate they're slowing down. Yeah. I think we're gonna continue to
1: see a yearly beat and a yearly cycle. Where do you go now? I mean we've done they've pretty much let's let's face it, World War One and World World well, World War One doesn't really get a lot of coverage. World War Two So you nailed done. World War One. Yeah, done. We're done with World World War
2: War. One. No, we're not Call of Duty, trench warfare. (laughs) <laughs> I'm fucking calling it right now.
0: We can do Civil War.
1: They, oh, Let's, Civil War, yeah. If we're
0: going to get up to the War of the Roses. <laughs> They're going to be shooting roses all over the place. It's going to be crazy.
1: Call of Honor.
0: That's next next gen.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so they've stepped forward a bit with modern warfare and now with advanced warfare. And advanced warfare is, at least in terms of the movement, which that's a whole other thing now where movement is is so critical in how games are done like Titanfall, Sunset Overdrive uh, every, all the, all these major titles that are shooters and now also introducing like double jumps dashes, just air movement, wall running uh, but uh, I mean after Advanced Warfare are you going to have, they'll probably do Advanced Warfare 2 I suppose, but they just keep going to the future, are they going to stick closer to home? What?
0: I don't know, I mean in Space <laughs>
1: They did that with. I mean, Battlefield 2132 was, was pretty solid, but it—I don't think it had nearly the—the the hook that a lot of the ones that are more relatable, like mm-hmm. World War II based or uh, or more modern based. I don't know. I don't know that the future games always do as well as present games, but the present wars are a little too close. Nobody wants to do like a Iraq War too much. Yeah, it's you happened get a few you times. Get yeah. that what
0: was the the line, Spec Ops the line. Yeah, when it starts to get like uncomfortably yeah. close. Although that one was, that was actually a great game. It just had a lot to say and I mm-hmm. think it might have made some people uncomfortable.
2: I heard, <laughs> I heard a lot of great things about that game. Watch Psych Ops. Me too. It, um, was,
0: a, it was, um, was it Into the Jungle, Upper River? I don't know. It was based on yeah.
1: um,
0: uh, Into the yeah, heart, of darkness. heart of Darkness. Heart of, heart of darkness. Yeah, there we go. Into
1: the Jungle, Upper <laughs> River. <laughs> I like it. To grandmother's house we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's suck uh, it, Joseph Conrad. You really missed an opportunity there.
0: <laughs> <You laughs> um, Couldn't made it
1: upbeat. <laughs> uh,
0: speaking of traversing, I just started playing Sunset Overdrive as well. Great game.
1: It's got I, great writing.
0: I've been I've been sort of, like, sitting there and hoping and, like, looking forward to it, but, like, almost worried to play it because I always worry that games aren't going to live up to mm-hmm. sort of the trailers and the way they look. It's great.
2: Well, they did a good job of being very aware of the fact that it is a video game and, like, throwing away a lot of stuff that we just kind of take for, you know, as being part of mm-hmm. playing a video game. Like, I was playing this one mission where I had to like jump up a building and crawl and it's kind of far and you have to do all this stuff. And like, I was nearly to the top and I fell I was like, fuck, it's going to make me go from the bottom again. And then, like, I respawn like pretty much right where I fell, and like the char- in-game character turns the screen and say, "Wow, thank God! I don't have to jump up the whole thing again. I can just start from right here." I was like, yeah, I know. Thank God! I was expecting to start from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like I, they're, they're very aware of the things that people hate when it comes to games. Yeah,
0: I like that you can also wall run around the outside of a corner,
2: mm-hmm. and they're
0: like, "Why not?" It's a video yeah, game. sure,
2: keep going. Sure.
0: Yeah, you, know, and you don't
2: like dip and fall like you wall run in a straight line. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: all the trailers have been have been really great and self aware about that. Like, can you save the world? <laughs> Of course you can. It's a video game <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. It's just, it's colorful. I I like colorful games. Like, I got really over the sort of brown and sepia and, like, look, we being gritty and realistic. Mm-hmm. I just, like, go, color everywhere. And it's a vomit of color. So it's fantastic for me.
2: Yeah, when I first pick up uh, a controller and, like, played it this summer at RTX, like, I, I felt like it was hard to just jump into because you know the demo was obviously intended to be played by someone who's familiar with the game because they were giving the presentation so i wasn't clear on you know how to grind and how to flip and how to do everything but then as you play the game it really does a good job of training you and within like the first few minutes you're just traversing the world, no problem at all, jumping and uh, diving all over the place.
0: Yeah, I do like that the entire the entire uh, area, the whole city, feels like it's basically a trampoline.
2: Mm-hmm. It's yeah, so easy to much. jump
0: and then, like, bounce off a car, and I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I,
2: can, I can do that. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's been getting really good reviews so far. I didn't look at Metacritic on it or anything, but I think most of the reviews I've seen have been between, you know, the 8 and 10 range, which is yeah. really solid.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's a wonderful game to not think about that much. It's mm-hmm. You kind of get into, like, a zen state, sort of like, the old days of Tony Hawk where you're just moving. Like, you just bounce from thing to thing and it's just like a... It's almost sort of like doing yoga or something where you're in kind of this zen movement state. Uh, And it feels really good. Like, you don't have to really concentrate that hard. You're just moving.
2: Also, you don't have to, like worry about aiming too precisely yeah like you just kind of point your gun in the general direction and it's the red very you yeah pops I
0: could definitely see that being aggravating for people who are used to really sort of unforgiving games that require absolute precision but I like it because like you said it's fun it's not realistic if you just kind of feel like really cool badass the whole time and it helps you feel that way mm hmm
1: it frees you up to do all the movement stuff. I mean, if you were having to concentrate that hard on what exa- where exactly you were shooting, and it's, there's no competitive multiplayer to it either. I mean, there's sort of competitive elements into the in the co-op multiplayer, but uh, it's not like you're shooting other players. So right. if there's a little aim assist, or if it's basically auto-locking or on things like you... Or a lot of aim assist. Or a lot of aim assist. Uh, it doesn't feel like clunky. It It's not really in your way. It feels like you're just freed up to continue moving and bouncing and doing all this other fun stuff. There's still a fair amount of challenge. It's not what I'd ever call a hard game. No. Like, you can do the whole thing without really dying more than a few times. And is there that's even just a difficulty slider and options, maybe? I don't believe so. I haven't, I don't, I don't I haven't seen so, anything no. like that, mm-hmm. but I've
0: just been enjoying, like, this, this is great. This works for me. Now,
1: mm-hmm. some of the co-op stuff can get really hard. Uh, in fact, at the end of the day yesterday, I looked to see, there's a global leaderboards, and mm-hmm. you can see things like uh, how much chaos people have completed. That's kind of like the... The mini games in the multiplayer lead up to a final night defense that has a difficulty based on how much how well you do in the mini games leading up to it and what you choose. Uh, and there'd been no one that had beaten the fourth one, which is the the hardest one. Mm-hmm. Wow. At the end of the day, which it's release day, so I mean that's not that surprising because there's still a lot of unlocks that people can do. Well, right. it's it's to help.
0: been more than twenty four hours, so I, I haven't think, checked today.
1: You know. I'm sure by now someone has done it.
0: No doubt,
2: but. There's- uh... Yeah, I feel like almost there's, um, you know, you're talking about unlocks. There's almost too much unlock, though. That's like my one problem with the game is, you know, it's... Oh, you unlocked mm-hmm. a badge. You have enough badges to unlock an overdrive, but you're also making yeah. amps, and then you've got to create the amp and then apply an amp to a weapon, or you can apply an amp to yourself. Yep. It's like, which ones are you using? Like, I, I just get lost sometimes. There's the an system.
1: overdrive slot, there's a amp slot for you, and then there's an amp slot on each weapon. So are, you actually have six amp slots, You have, you? Well, you have i si- I'm just talking about yeah, categories. Yeah, yeah. You have six overdrive slots, you have five uh, amp slots, and then each weapon has a single amp slot as but, well. That doesn't... That unlocks after you get to a certain level. That again. unlocks at level two of that weapon, and each weapon can level up to level five. Oof. But it only once... I mean, it just gets better stats as it levels up. Level two is the only thing where an option opens up on the weapon. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be it can at, be daunting.
0: Yeah, I haven't actually looked at the achievement list. Is it going to be <laughs> I'm about, achievable?
1: I'm in 30... I think the in-game tracker says I'm like 30-something hours in, and I've got one achievement left to do, one or two.
0: Okay.
1: And uh, the stuff that took me a while... If I had had access to multiplayer, would have gone a lot faster. The longest, like hardest things to do, are really just leveling up your weapons to level five. There's one achievement for getting twenty of them to level five, uh, but doing that in multi in the multiplayer, they level up so quickly, it's kind of ridiculous.
0: What's your favorite weapon?
1: Uh, the most effective one I found so far is the the hairspray launcher. I like that thing the- I love their weapons.
0: They're so. Yeah. Yeah. I like ridiculous. the Roman
1: candle launcher. Personally. Roman candle's pretty good, using, but yeah. the hairspray launcher
2: will take out just everything. Well, the, the Roman screen. candle has a large ammo capacity. It does. So you just like just start spraying everywhere. But you can
1: modify that with amps. That's I true. mean with overdrive. It, yes. Sorry.
0: I like that the first weapon you get in the game is called what's a uh, it's basically The compensator? The, the, the compensator. It's, it's like uh, that, it immediately sets the tone for how uh-huh. serious they don't take weapons. The
1: weird part the weirdest weapon in that game and this it sounds odd to say it uh, is the AK-47. Because, well because it's a weapon. Because it doesn't okay. fit with everything else. It's like oh and here's a normal AK-47. Yeah. Like Next to the compensator, which is a shotgun that has two giant testicles, <laughs> and the TNT Teddy Launcher, which fires explosive teddy bears, and the one that
0: shoots records,
1: and the record launcher, yeah. even, and the hairspray can, even the Dirty Harry's kind of weird, which is like
2: the giant revolver yeah. that shoots one at a time. Because again, it's like just that is a, a revolver, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, just a yeah. big a big handgun.
0: Yeah, it's funny when you get to the point where you're like, oh. A cool handgun. Boring.
2: <laughs> I like that weapon. It, it drops stuff really you fast. You get that one pretty but, quick. And, right, uh, but it's,
0: like, it's just a gun.
2: Well, it also doesn't have very much ammo. I think you can hold yeah. like 16 at base, wow. so you have to make them count.
1: Yeah, using you your overdrives wi- wisely changes a lot of that game, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and overdrives th- and amps.
2: Another thing I like about that game is y- once you create your character, you aren't bound to it. Like at any point during the game, you can... Just visit an NPC and change gender, body type, like everything about your character. So oh yeah,
0: I want to put a mustache on mine. Every, she, <laughs> she is handsome.
2: Every time I see that <laughs> uh, that NPC, I walk up and I re-ca- recustomize my character. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's great. I spend. I mean, I always spend a lot of time in the character creators, being like, "Oh, I need to get this just right because I'm going to be tied to it for a couple hundred hours, probably." So I went through the whole the character customization thing. I was like, "Let's I'm gonna try a couple different changes, you know, hair colors on this style, and then this." And I finally got through that whole thing, started playing, and I was like, "Oh, I could have just changed the city. Like <laughs> yeah. Great!" So I could have saved myself. Yeah, a lot and then
2: you unlock customizations, and you can buy customizations. In the yeah, I saw the, and, yeah. the
0: body art, but I haven't unlocked any yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm gonna get some sweet body tattoos.
1: That's another achievement. There's you have to get 250 items of clothing, but by the end of the game, see that that's another kind of weird thing about the game is there's like. 12 currencies yes there's money dollars there's overdrive which is the sodas and then there's four collectible types uh signs fizzy balloons uh toilet paper and the security cameras and, the sneakers. and shoes yeah. all right so those collectibles which are things you all the collectibles in the game you can get a map for you just have to find one of any type and mm-hmm. then you can get a map um but all of those collectible types, the toilet paper, the security cameras, the, uh, signs. the signs, the fizzy balloons, and the shoes are what you use to buy your amps. Your overdrive is what you use to buy your weapons, and the money is what you use to buy customizable options and like clothing. Al-
2: and you also use overdrive to buy the maps to also, find yes, the other true. collectibles.
1: Yeah. So that's a lot. That's uh, a lot. Yeah. And then you use Bernie, badges. This is
0: this is going to be the end of Bernie. I'm just listening to the types <laughs> okay. of collectibles, and just w- after watching him with Assassin's Creed, this is well, going to be... Collectibles are really collectibles easy Collectibles
1: are easy as yeah. shit, yeah. Oh,
0: good. Okay, good.
1: I, I cleared all the collectibles really fast. And they're, the funny thing about the collectibles in this game is usually their collectibles are one of the most tedious things in a game. Like, oh, God, I have to go spend an hour getting these. But the way that they've placed them generally in this game, it just ties into the whole traversing the atmosphere, the environment. So... Oh, you can just I'm going from here to there, well, there's 14 on the way because they just cover the map when you buy all the maps, uh, and you just kind of like, oh, well run here, grab this sign, drop down there, swing yeah. off this, grab the toilet paper up there, onto the grind and even yeah. if you don't choose. have the map
2: as you're just traversing, yeah. it's
1: like you see it you're like, all, oh, I'm place. just going to
2: detour here, detour yeah. there, and you just like, you don't focus on going a straight line to your objective. Mm-hmm. Like you just take like roundabout ways and you just find stuff as you go.
1: Yeah, it's the least tedious collectible I've ever done for something that has, what, for 750 collectibles? <laughs> Is it that many? Like, well, 150 of like- each type, I believe. So it, we've identified at least five. So, yeah. yeah. It's like,
0: you know, and I had to collect 750 ones. things, but that wasn't bad.
1: It really wasn't bad. Like I said, I'm only, uh, I am only—I think I'd had all of them at less than 20 yeah. hours into the game. There are no crackdown orbs. No, 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 no. <laughs> You don't have to chase them. Some of them require just a little bit
0: of work to get to. Shout out to Michael.
1: <laughs> um yeah so it's a, it's a fun
2: game I'm really enjoying it I'm glad yeah. we can finally talk about it uh they we, I finally heard it took me a few days I finally heard from our uh our winner for the uh, Sunset Overdrive oh, Xbox, so uh, I'm shipping that out today to him.
1: How, how did he win it? What did you have to make him do?
2: Uh, he had to. He just left a uh, comment on a journal I posted on the receipts website. Uh, we've on. got another one. And yeah, that we've got another one, one actually right down here. A, uh,
0: it lives. It lives on the set, and it's, it looks uh, like a shelf. It's now but it's actually. Normal. It's now home to many stuffed animals that have been <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thrown at Ryan over the weeks.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's a white Xbox One down there. Everyone keeps wanting to take it. Like, hey, oh, okay, can I just give you a black one? You can put it there. Like, no, the black one doesn't show up. That's why. <laughs> 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 Meg, Meg is upset. Like the the black one's. No, sure. That's why we never had put a black console up there. So once we get a white PS4, it'll go on that side over there. Aww. Um, like family. So mo- we- moving on. Yes. Other news. Uh, I guess we finally have an official actual release date for Battlefield Hardline.
0: March it's 17th.
2: March 17th, St. Patrick's Day.
0: And uh, there's also a release window, finally, for uh, Star Wars Battlefront. And that's Holiday 2015.
1: Someday you'll get it.
0: Well, it's just considering that it was it was announced at E3 last year, and they just be like, "Look, here is uh, you know, footsteps down. That's what you get."
1: Well, at least I haven't seen anything. That's they, they I'm happier show, about
0: that. They did show some gameplay, like a really, really brief clip of a speeder gameplay through. I think it was Endor um 83 this year, but it was it was really the really the Forest
2: brave. Moon of Endor. Mm-hmm. The, I'm sorry,
0: the Forest Moon That's of Endor. That's its full title.
2: You can't yes. say one without the other.
0: My uh, bad. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, and they showed like some rough wireframes and stuff. They were, like, they're like, yeah, the, it was, it was they're, really they're,
0: early, early stuff. Yeah, but, they love
2: story to Star Wars. Yeah. Oh like, right. We, we yeah. like
0: Star Wars a lot. uh But so it's nice that we finally have a date, considering that everyone saw the teacher last year and got super amped, and then just cricket. For, like, another year.
1: Well, it was far enough out, that that's kind of to be expected.
0: I know, but why announce it that far out then?
1: Well, I, I, I kind of like that. I want them to put it in my mind that I should be looking for that game eventually. But I also kind of don't want to see anything.
0: Really? Because Star Wars 1313, like, I would rather not have known that ever existed. It's
1: almost like Age of Ultron. Like, I wanna, I, I'm want. i glad I know I'm they're making it. I don't want to see a trailer. Have I just you seen wanna, the trailer? I've seen some of the trailer. It makes me sad because I would rather have just gone and seen the movie. And I kind of feel like like Battlefront is one of those games where I don't care. I'm going to play it. So I want to go into it and just go, wow, this is awesome. Or, wow, this makes it very sad. But at least it'll be a fresh experience.
0: Right. But not everyone works like you, Ryan. Yeah, well... Why do you have to make it all about you? You're so selfish. Maybe, maybe
1: they don't know what they want. So,
2: so I'm going to springboard off of our Star Wars discussion here. Uh, I guess LucasArts... Or uh, not LucasArts. Some LucasArts classics were re-released today on uh, GOG.com. In particular, the ones I'm excited about are Star Wars X-Wing Special Edition, Star Wars TIE Fighter Special Edition... I'm excited about all of them. Sam and Max hit the road. Indiana Jones: The Fate of Atlantis. Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition, and Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. I already had Knights of the Old Republic uh, in my Steam library, so mm-hmm. that one I'm least excited about.
0: But, I just like to shout out to Secret of Monkey Island.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're. Um, I take it back. I thought they were doing. They were redoing that. They're redoing Grim Fandango. But uh, it's,
0: well, yeah, Secret of Monkey Island's already been redone.
2: Yeah. So to see uh, X-wing and uh, Tie Fighter come back out. Is uh is I'm really excited about that. I still remember having my the the way you had launched that game back in the day when if you were playing X Wing was it was installed on your computer. When you went to launch it, it showed you a series of like runes and you had to look in the instruction manual to see what planet mm-hmm. those runes corresponded to and then type in the appropriate planet. But of course, being like fourteen years old, I lost the instruction book after a month or two. So then I just had to learn to memorize what the different <laughs> runes meant. So after a while it's like I didn't need the instruction book and I was like, Oh, yeah, man. There you go, but it's like I could watch the
1: game no problem A form at all. of security that could not exist in the world of the internet.
0: Didn't they, um, like with the leisure, leisure suit Larry once, it has a similar thing, but it would ask you a bunch of questions to make sure you were over 18, and you just memorize the answers, and then there, away you go.
1: <laughs> it did. Yeah, it had trivia. It was yeah. like, who was the president in 1962 or something? <laughs> yeah, I also saw
2: some where you had to, where it would say, what's, uh, you know, in the instruction manual on page 33, line 14, what's the seventh letter? <laughs> and then you would have to, like, go and look in your manual and then type in
1: that letter. Well, I miss those old school security measures. Like, it could not fly today. Like, nowadays, you have to have, like, a dongle or something if you really want to secure it or encode it in some way. But those were just really creative. Like, also, I guess that goes, too, with the departure of all instruction manuals. Ever. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. don't even get them console games anymore.
0: Yeah. they. Get... What is in the box consists of a couple of ads.
1: For yeah. other things, yeah.
2: Or well, it's like sign up for our premium, you know, Xbox Live or you know PlayStation Plus, and here's a free sample of it. Yep, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's much. about it. Um, speaking of PlayStation Plus, we're all about segways today. Hey, yeah. Uh, look at you guys. I'm running, we're running out of time. We've only got like ten minutes left. So oh I'm no, trying to, I
0: still need to talk about Fantasy Live.
2: I'm so I'm trying to hit all the beats here. Uh, so the PS4 firmware 2.0 finally came out, which allows people to use the share play functionality, which I think is people have been looking to looking forward to for a lot of time. This um, So this basically lets you play with another friend, even if they're not next to you, as if they are next to you. So you could hand off control of your game to someone else or have someone else at another location play as player two in your multiplayer game.
0: Yeah. So it's cool that you can play with someone even if you don't own the game. I like that. Um, It's kind of weird that they're like, oh, I can't get through this section of the game. Will you get through this section of the game for me? I have done that once or twice. But it's weird to think that that needed a full feature
2: I have never done that. I will be in the cold cold ground <laughs> before I let someone finish a part of a game for me
0: Uh no I led a, I made Bernie do a fight on Guacamole because it was you know every now and again you get just a part of a game or a specific boss fight or something that's made it's made to defeat you specifically mm-hmm. yeah. like whatever it is like however my brain works, that one match was made so that I could never yeah. beat it I spent like like an hour and a half this one, Bernie. And he beat it in like five minutes.
2: Also, the, the example they use that we just played in that video uh, in infamous Second Son is like the first part of the game. It's like <laughs> when
1: they first teach you to hit the Dude, circle button. I just so can't whatever. walk through this fire. There's a clear path, but I keep going left. <laughs> it's like literally, it's like a part of the training mission. Yeah.
0: I think of it almost more as is um, now you have the opportunity to demo games mm-hmm. and then decide if you want to buy it. Like you can you can borrow your friend's game for an hour at a time.
2: So. If you have PlayStation Plus, you can let a friend play the game, whether or not they have PlayStation Plus. Right. If you want to do cooperative, like let's say you both want to play, the example they use, if you both want to play a game of FIFA, like Player One, Player Two, both of you have to be PlayStation Plus members. So uh, it's it, there's some weird, I shouldn't say weird, there are some things you need to keep an account for. right? Uh, but for the most part, it seems like it's really smooth. Also, I guess whoever is streaming, the receiver of the streaming, uh, it maxes out at 720p. But if you're playing
1: locally, it's still 1080p. I'm curious how responsive that is. Yeah, I mean, if you're streaming it, then I would. It definitely makes sense. Yeah, because you you don't have to
0: install the game, so you are streaming it from the other person's console.
2: Also, they've been really cagey and non-committal about explicitly saying how much bandwidth is needed in order to do this effectively. A lot. Uh, No, they said it's actually very low. They they said they won't disclose recommended upload and download speeds, and their quote was. the, the internet environment is really different user by user. For example, some users will be using a LAN cable, some users will be using Wi Fi. Sometimes you can use, sometimes you use a microwave in your house.
1: It's very difficult for us to guarantee that
2: you can use SharePlay use if you a have a certain time, yeah.
1: speed. Yeah. That's how I get internet <laughs> and hot pockets.
2: <laughs> and uh, that was um, SCEE product planning manager Kazuhiro Yanase.
0: Yeah, but if you're going to be uploading 720p so that someone else can stream, can downstream mm-hmm. 720p. You're going to need, I mean, you're not going to be able to do it on yeah. your 56K modem. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure you need out.
2: broadband. I mean, I, I would imagine
1: it's like two well, megabit, two and a half megabit. I'm sure it's the exact same requirements for streaming 720 on like Twitch. And right. The only thing is you're adding in, you're doing that and then you're adding in just an input. Yeah. Um, but usually when you're streaming something on the internet, there's an inherent lag that's associated with that. Mm-hmm. So you're so, streaming in real time. So that's probably why they don't want to say
2: it'll work with specific uh internet mm-hmm. speed because there's probably also latency uh yeah. and like uh, a jitter uh that you have to worry about as well
0: yeah for shooters and stuff that uh w- where latency is a real killer i'm not sure it's going to be a great experience
1: now, you but, already you you know, tried out said, the the streaming service that sony's offering right
0: uh playstation now yes no
1: okay i have that's it's empty don't worry you've tried it yes you said there was input lag on that right yes there was some input lag
2: i also have um I should bring it on the patch one of these days. So I also have an Nvidia Shield, the thing we talked, the mm-hmm. tablet we talked about, and you can play that. And when you, every time you launch, um, they call it Grid. Anytime you launch Grid, which is their cloud gaming service, it tests your your transfer speed as well as your latency and your your network jitter, and oh. then it gives you a report card every time you launch it, and it gives you a report card telling you whether or not you are going to have an optimal experience. Yeah. Wow! So I, I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, network. Considerations to think about.
0: There are. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. What's
1: this fantasy thing you're going okay. on about?
0: Okay. Okay. So I'm going to assume that neither of you have been playing Fantasy Life.
1: No. Gus, this All the might.
0: because you played. Uh, you played Animal Crossing. Love right? Animal Crossing. Um, this might be something that appeals to you. It's got that sort of Animal Crossing. Um. Visual aesthetic in that it's you know it's cartoony, it's that same sort of isometric view, the, the characters are kind of cute and round, but then it turns out it's also an open world Japanese RPG where you can be a tailor, you can be a cook, and you can apparently play through the whole game as a cook if that's what you want. I started as a paladin with pink hair.
1: So <laughs> you marry a paladin like, or a cook?
0: a cook? and But you both.
1: Can you be a janitor?
0: Uh, you can be a miner. Same thing, a, a minor? You like can be a carpenter. Someone under the age of 18? You can 18, be a tailor.
1: <laughs> I think that would be most of the people playing it.
0: Uh, it's like you, so you can switch and you can switch between any of the uh-huh. classes whenever you want, and you get to keep whatever skills you earned in the previous class. So uh, say I started as a paladin, and I've leveled up a bunch of stuff. And then I get to a mission because all the people all around the world, they don't do shit for themselves. They, they're they all like, oh, could you catch me a fish? Or <laughs> can you go gather mushrooms for me? Or can you make me a, a sleeping potion? And so uh, you, you'll you need certain skills from maybe alchemy in order to do that. So you switch to a class. You need to level up, do your stuff, and then solve all these people's problems.
1: That sounds you're annoying, you're that sounds about, annoying to shit. You're talking about NPCs. Yeah. The yeah. So you're, you're in. You're basically your role is to enable a giant planet full of lazy people.
0: Sort of. By yeah. being the
2: busiest motherfucker <laughs> in the world. Like, Listen, I'm already a level twenty paladin. I don't have time for your level three cook bullshit. <laughs> yeah,
0: or you can just like stay screw off and go. You know, do all your other stuff. You can kill things. You can collect stuff. You can go straight through the story missions if you want. It's actually really cool. It's probably it's probably a bad idea for someone like me because I'll probably max all of the classes out, and I'll go through and I'll make sure that I do every mission. I keep accepting every mission I come across because I'm like, oh, what if it's <laughs> not there later? I want to make sure I do all of them. Didn't
2: you spend like two hours in character creation?
0: Yes, I might
1: just have. choosing the pink hair. Or?
0: I wanted to make sure it was the exact right shade, and I wanted to get like you know the, the cute eyes to go with it. And Is I that got the like character creator. Yes, she and spent I two hours to- in that. And I wanted to get like a nice, a nice smirk, you know, was or a nice to debate be between it's scary like teeth. It's like a me creation. Yeah, I probably spent two hours in that too. <laughs> oh
1: god,
0: I spent ages in character creation. I once had a demo of Oblivion before it came out. It was like an hour long, and I spent the entire hour bitching to the PR guy about how I couldn't make a hot chick.
1: <laughs> the, the chicks were not very hot. I, I give you they that. were not. Every I mean, every I nut. Mean, no one in, no rough, one in Oblivion honest, was attractive. Yeah. That mm-hmm.
0: was just like a thing. It's just there was everyone not a was. Everyone was living a little bit rough. It was a a hard life.
1: It started with the orc and just went down from there. (laughs) Speaking of the orc. Oh? Wow. Uh, Oh, I can't wait to hear how this ties in.
2: World of Warcraft has a bunch of television commercials that they're airing now, I guess in anticipation of Warlords of Draenor, and all of them are very orc-focused and orc-heavy. And I watched them, there's like four of them. And the thing I realized is that they, they did the same thing with Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls when they had those TV commercials where they don't show gameplay. Like, it's just, just cinematic. So, like, why would they? Like, when Reaper of Souls came out, I said, here's the Reaper of Souls uh, TV commercial. Uh, you know, my wife would see that commercial. She goes, oh, do you play that game? The game looks really scary. I'm like, Yeah, you see me play that game all the time. And I switched over and showed her. She's like, That's the commercial for that
0: game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blizzard loves their cinematics. They're really good at them. I would actually love to see Blizzard just make a full length animated movie. Mm-hmm. Because they do a great job on their cinematics, but it's true, they don't look anything like the
2: game. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's, it definitely captures the emotion and the spirit of the game, but looks nothing like yeah. that
1: game. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because Blizzard's had a really high level of cinematic forever. I mean, as far back as I can remember, there was a really nice looking cinematic. I remember the first Diablo, in World War and I was II. like. Diablo or Warcraft, War, 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 2. Warcraft 2 and Diablo <laughs> and it's funny like other <laughs> games II had yeah World War 2 amazing cinematic but I mean so it's like their cinematic level just kept getting better and better and better and a lot of other game companies the cinematic and the, the gameplay have just sort of merged mm-hmm. where you get to the same in-game cinematics but they just keep pushing higher and higher and their games are all third person generally speaking so you wouldn't really have call for the kind of graphics yeah. that they use in the cinematics. No, not really. But it makes it worth playing the game just to watch the movie of the game. Right. And then they decided to make a movie of the game. and
2: We'll see how. Well, no no thumbs down yet, but anticipating. I'm going to go ahead and preemptively give it a, give it, give it, give give it a, a thumbs down.
1: Yeah. I'm reserving the second one, but it's,
2: but like, it's getting the one right <laughs> you now. You better be careful. You might get the other <laughs> we one. You got
0: one thumb. You don't want. You don't want to be this, two though. thumbs in the grave. <laughs>
2: um, all right, we're pretty much at time. The last thing I want to mention before we go is the Xbox One is getting a fifty dollars price drop just in time for the holidays, and
0: it's a it's a temporary it's, price from drop. November
2: third to January second, I believe, uh, January second mm-hmm. or third,
0: something you, like that.
2: You'll get uh, fifty dollars off. So Do you think the, Sony will shoot back? I think so. Yeah, I think we may see it. I mean, uh, I think you know Microsoft's looking to close the sales gap. And this is a good way to do it. And I think if Sony wants to be really brutal and put, like, you know, their boot on the throat, yeah, you drop it 50 also and, and match it. Yeah,
0: it, which in which case, we all win.
2: Yeah, it's great. I mean, that's why, you know, we should all be happy that there's a healthy competition between two companies because you get things like this. And it even covers the, the bundles, like the Assassin's Creed Unity bundle.
0: Which, by the way, is weird. Why is Dance Central included in the Assassin's Creed bundle? I
1: mean, haven't you ever wanted, just been stabbing people and thought, man, if only I could do this to music? <laughs> And uh,
0: if they have like like a cool like stab dance in there, yeah, like stab, suddenly stab, it would stab, all be stab, worth
1: it. Stabbing, <laughs> stabbing, stabbing, stabbing <laughs> shooting, 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 stabbing, stabbing, stabbing.
0: And I believe that Orion has volunteered to be the new choreographer for Dance Central. You heard it here first. Let's do it. it.
1: Let's go.
2: <laughs> Alright, well we're at time. We've got to wrap up. So thanks for watching everyone. We'll be back next Monday with an episode of RT Podcast, next Tuesday with an episode of Screenplay, and then next Wednesday we'll be back here again with the patch. Bye.